This is a Healthier Michigan podcast, episode 42. Coming up, we discuss healthy portion sizes. Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast, a podcast dedicated to navigating how we can improve our health and well-being through small, healthy habits. We can start right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica. Every other week, we're going to sit down with a certified health expert from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan and have some guests as well to deep dive into topics that cover nutrition, fitness, and a whole lot more. And tis the season. We're all thinking about, you know, how do we make sure we're not eating too much and how we're, are we working off the calories, right? I mean, it just is. On this episode, we're talking about portion control, the do's and don'ts. We're going to give you some great takeaways and tips on how to measure food, manage your portion sizes. Joining us today, registered dietitian, certified health coach, uh, Grace DeRocha. It's good to have you back. Thank you so much for having me. Super (laughs) mom. I mean, you got to be so busy this time of the year, right? What is happening? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. And this is uh, critical because we got one of your best friends to come down from Cadillac. (laughs) Michelle Dunaway is here, anchor at the Channel 9 and 10. Good to see you. Well, it's great to be here. Thanks so much for having me. And you are also a host. What is the name of your show? The Four. The Four. Yeah, it's out at 4 p.m. Basic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we got real creative with that one. I was just up your way. I'm, I'm going to come visit you your station. You are more than welcome. Please come visit. Yeah, I Our was station just up is in beautiful. Tustin. Their yeah. station is beautiful. It's the yeah. museum, the Heritage House. It oh, that's like a museum. I've seen it from, you know, yeah. driving past, but I've never had the chance to go. But now I know somebody. I well, can, you know me. Yep. You just I let can me get know, buzzed Chuck. in now, or will they call security? <laughs> well, just let me know ahead of time, because otherwise <laughs> you're not going to get in. It's like so, Fort Knox around there. You deal with a lot of health and wellness issues, right? So this will be good. And you're always thinking about, as everybody in TV does, about what are we going to eat and how does it work? And this time of the year, I mean, let's face it, we're just in the shadow of Thanksgiving, but it is the season. Right it now, is. it's the grazing season now <laughs> through January 1, and that's when we all start our diets again. Right. So, you know, we'll all recalibrate. But let's talk about what seems so common sense, portion control. Mm-hmm. And there's psychology involved here. It isn't just tricks of like, well, use a half cup measuring cup. But right. this is really an important idea. So let's let's dive into this. Supersized meals are big. Biggie Cokes are the same size as the small Cokes. I mean, we're just inundated with reasons to go bigger. Right. What do we do? And people think there's there's a value to that. Like, I can get the extra large super gulp for a dollar, but the small one is also a dollar. So why wouldn't I get the super extra large big gulp concoction? Yeah, yeah. But (laughs) if it's a dollar and it's a diet, am I not still in okay territory? We talked about this during processed foods. I know. I know. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's a whole other podcast. (laughs) Um, When it comes to portion control, that that is the most common sense thing in the world. And I think personally, I'm speaking for everybody who's listening. I'm just going to take that on, right? Yeah. It is the most common sense thing, but we blow it all the time, and we know we blow it. Well, I think everybody has a problem with it. I don't think there's anyone who is good all the time. Yeah. You know, at making sure that they're. You know, only eating until yeah. they're just feeling a little bit full, you know. And well, and, and I know we've talked about, I've talked about this with both of you. Eating is more than just fueling your body. It's emotional. It's happy. It's sad. Mm-hmm. It's boredom. It's habit. There's so many things that tie into why we eat and how much we eat. And what's interesting, or what kind of annoys me as the dietitian lady, so there's serving sizes on the label. right. So that's technically like what the FDA has approved as a serving size, but a serving size and a portion size are very different. I can tell you this is the recommended serving 
Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily written by a dietitian. And everyone has different health goals, you know, based on your age, height, health goals, gender, like how sure. much you should be having. So that serving size isn't the end-all, be-all. And most people don't follow it anyway. So then taking center stage is the portion size. Well, I wasn't born yesterday. <laughs> well, I kind of was. But, you know, I've got these new chips that I like, these new tortilla chips. And oh. because they have flax seeds, I think, oh, this is way better, right? <laughs> so I look at the side of the bag, and it's not going to be crazy. I'm not blowing my whole day because I use a little nachos and whatever. So I look, it says 15 chips is serving size. And I'm thinking, this isn't portion size. This is, they just want to get the calorie count. They're doing math. Oh, there's some, Who can there's eat 15? some definite math. Yeah. <laughs> right? Happening there. Yeah, yeah. There's, a, there's a ploy there. And yeah. yeah, who eats just 15 chips? Right. I'm I mean, watching the game and I, exactly. there's just no just way. Hand I'm just, in the bag. Yeah. And, yep. Yeah. Hopefully you don't put your hand in the bag. Right. That way, that's on our list of things yes. to talk about. Yes. <laughs> well, I, but it's my bag. I mean, it's just me. <laughs> Me and Susan and the two dogs now, so, you know, right? they kiss me on the lips. I can put my hand in the bag. Right. It's all right. That's the last of my worries, you know, yeah, that I'm going to eat chips out of there. Okay, so if we talk about this idea of portion size then, how do we calibrate that on the go with all these different kinds of foods that we're up against? There's so many ways. So I would say the first thing that I would tell people is when you're at home to get an idea of how what the portion is, mm-hmm. measure a little bit. When you're at home and you have the time, so you know what it looks like on your plates, in your bowls, in your cups, just to have that in your back pocket. You know, like, this is what, oh, this is going to be sad, Um, (laughs) like a third of of a cup of pasta or rice cooked is read by your body as one serving. That's not the portion size you have because the average restaurant serves three to four cups. And when you're at home, you usually have about two cups of pasta or rice. And it's a third of a cup as a serving. So two cups is six servings. And over time, portion sizes have grown. As, oh, as yes. to be fair, human beings maybe have on average, but I, I don't mean just gotten bulkier, but I mean portion sizes over time have just gotten larger. Yeah. So research shows that adults today consume an average of 300 more calories per day than they did in 1985. Wow. That's crazy. It's a lot. Or like, think about your plates. I think I've talked about this before. Like, I had friends who bought an old house, and when they got their dishes, they wouldn't fit in the kitchen cupboards because they were, they were too bigger. Big plates, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, as an anecdote to that, so a few years ago we had the '70s theme thing. We're invited to, so I go to a vintage clothing store downriver, Detroit. Mm-hmm. A buddy of mine owns it, so I walk in and I. So what do you need? I said, I need like a 70s, you know, vintage tuxy thing with velvet collars. And he says, so what? Like I said, like a 40 regular, you know, 40 regular from vintage, going back 60s right, right. and 70s. And, and then before that, yeah, I don't care what the number was sewn into the jacket. People were smaller. I mean, period. Yes. Right? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I think the whole thing is growing. All yeah. of us. Yeah. Over no, time. And that is it. I mean, even more recently than the 70s, I think sizes are changing. I mean, you go to any store and they want to make you feel better. Hey, you're getting a six. And really in Europe, it would be a 10 right. or a 12. Oh, you interesting. Know? Well, yeah, like there, I feel like there's a lack of consistency. Yeah. But like, I feel like at the end of the day, no matter what your like dress or clothing size is, mm-hmm. like if you're doing your best to be your healthiest, what, you know, whatever your health goals might be becomes yeah. an important part of that process. 
Do you think this is, uh, when it comes to clothing, I think it is different because I don't really think of, if somebody's tricking me and telling me the waist size on my pants is a little small, I'm like, hey, way to go. What a day. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Is this different for women? Are you thinking about this in a different context than everybody else? You know what? I used to. I don't yeah. anymore. You want to buy what fits you and looks good. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, it feels better when you're like, oh, yeah, it's the four yeah. instead yeah. of a ten. But right, you, you right. can't let that bother you. And I think we really mindful eating is also something that we need to talk about because yeah. I think that, you know, it's great to talk about a half cup here and a third mm-hmm. of a cup there, but like being able to eyeball it and really know when, yeah. when you need to stop eating. Right. Well, that's to, part of the psychology of right? eating, right? That we yeah. can all either turn on the 24 seven news cycle and see craziness coming out of DC or something. And you just stand there with the chips or the ice cream and mm-hmm. you're just like, Oh my gosh. I mean, are they're all crazy. Right. Or, you can portion control. Do you have tricks to that? I mean, wh- when you talk about the mindfulness of being connected to your plate, what do you do, Michelle? Oh, well, I try to make good choices on what I'm eating, number one. There are certain things that you can eat more of. It's a bigger portion size, mm-hmm. serving size of vegetables. So mm-hmm. I eat a big salad every day with some lean protein and just vinegar and oil. I try to eat as many whole foods as I can. The chips are bad. Like, I try to not keep chips in my house <laughs> is what I try yeah. to do because— yeah. I mean, don't put some Fiesta chips in front of me because I will eat the entire <laughs> bag. Yeah. And that's no joke. And stuff like, you know, it's just, I just try to, and having a child, you want to instill this in them as well because it's so hard when you have that big plate. Mm-hmm. And I was told when I was a kid, be a member of the Clean Plate Club. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, oh, yeah. that ruins yeah. me. Like, you know, so, and I had some big weight problems as a child. So don't feel like you have to be a part of the Clean Plate Club. I Well, I, I can tell you, I've never been able to break that habit. And it is instilled in me from birth on. I clean the plate. I'll lick the plate. Yes. I mean, it looks right. so good, you don't even need to put it in the dishwasher. I'm and just saying. My husband, he takes bread and like soup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he really does. And same, I mean, I'm Filipino. My parents would say to me, there are children starving in the Philippines. I talk about some eating guilt. Like, oh, I'm like, yeah. I need to eat all my yeah. food. My sister one time took her food and had a box, and oh, my mom was not happy about this, took a roll of stamps and put it around the box. We were young, and she kept dumping her food in it and had Come it. Come on. And Aww. had it, and she said she was saving it to send to the Philippines. Oh, my. That's really sweet. Well, it's pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. Also wasted 100 stamps. Yeah. Not a, and my mom and dad were like, what is, first of all, what is that smell? Second of all, where are all the stamps? <laughs> oh, but, I mean, that was a part, like, clean your plate club, I think, yeah. very much was a thing. I think parents are trying to not do that a little bit now. I, I hope, like, I don't, but I hope that parents aren't. I mean, that's, that does, it sticks with you, it gets in your head, and you, I know. you don't, that guilt. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to eat all this food because all this food's in front of me, but then it's like, Oh, I just ate all this food because all this food. And it's like you got guilt on both ends. This ongoing. And for young boys or girls, it really is academic, I think, in any time period in the world. I mean, that can lead to eating disorders as well. So that guilt is, well, I'll clean my plate. But then the other side is then you're doing something else to compensate later on and it turns into a problem for you. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like there is two ends of that spectrum of like overeating, food addiction, and then eating disorders, body image issues like it's hard. And it's funny because I don't now I'm going to ask Chuck with your kids, were you like, clean your plate? Uh, no, I don't think we ever oh, really see, did that. Of course and I think, good. no, 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 I, I'll tell you why. Because my wife is just way smarter than me. 
she had a problem growing up mm-hmm. and she all and we have three girls and two boys so out of that she would say because of this issue we will never really sit down and tell our kids you have to clean your plate because it can turn into a problem yes, so that was sure. wisdom yeah, because you know absolutely. we started having kids in our like, early 20s and life I'm experience just, and wisdom for sure yeah and i i'm guilty like kalea is very petite so i do want her to finish all her food and tommy is bigger <laughs> than kalea i mean not not in a i mean he's 4 but he will always clean his plate because, yeah. I mean, he weighs more. He's almost as tall as her. He's four. She's seven. And she's always been petite. She's my one who was, like, at risk for failure to thrive because I, she, like, wasn't eating enough. Oh, that makes me sad saying that out loud as a dietitian. But so that was always stressful for me. And, like, even today she's, like, a slow eater. Like, she's my one who's, like, I want carrots and cucumbers. And, you know, she oh, yeah. is a very – they're both healthy eaters. But I'm always, like, Cleo, make sure you finish – I mean, just eat as much as you can, you know. And to your point, both of you, about this idea of being connected, the mindfulness, the psychology of food portions, that being said, there still is a science to portion control. So give us, I guess they're almost kind of hacks, but I mean, I know you can use a measuring cup, so give us that. But there are ways to kind of look at it and eyeball it and know what you're doing. There's measuring cups and food scales at home, but then obviously there's handy tips. So if you're (laughs) at a restaurant or you can visualize different things like a deck of cards, is like three to four ounces of meat or the palm of your hand. Mm-hmm. I realize everyone's hand size is a little bit different, but so if you kind of think deck of cards or palm of hand, three to four ounces. But even tilapia and salmon doesn't come as small as a deck of cards usually. No. I mean, right. really, who's getting a deck of cards of turkey for the holidays? I mean, no one's raising their hand. No, <laughs> yeah. you, you guys can't see us. <laughs> no, they can't actually. <laughs> Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. but here's the thing, like on Thanksgiving or on Christmas or whatever yeah. holiday you might be celebrating, if you want to have a little bit more turkey, mm-hmm. maybe you do, but then maybe you don't do extra mashed potatoes and stuffing. You know what I mean? Find your ways to balance things out. If there's something that you like more, mm-hmm. maybe have that big salad first. I always make a really yummy, tooting my own horn, really yummy salad that has like either butternut squash or sweet potatoes in it and like pomegranate. Yeah, that sounds good. So good. But yeah, colorful and yummy and very fall, wintry harvest time. So protein, deck of cards, palm of your hand size. So that's about three to four ounces. Yep. And And then what else? So like a small cupped hand. Mm-hmm. Of nuts. So so nuts is something that gets overeaten very easily. Oh, this time of the year you go to a party and it's yep, just like a, grazing. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So this is about a serving. It's like a quarter to a third of a cup. Yeah. A fist is about a cup. Mm-hmm. So if you're talking salad, if you're talking mashed potatoes, if you're talking stuffing. And I usually say a woman's fist. No. Yes. I'm not going to eat salad in a fist. I mean, <laughs> no, no. So no, like I'm talking more like your mashed potatoes. Or oh, your oh okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. And that's already two servings. Two servings. Oh, Come that the fist on. is two half servings. a cup. Okay. Half a cup is a serving. With fruits and veggies, it's different. Yeah. I give people more leeway there. Yeah. But okay. isn't to Michelle's point about the veggies, I mean, you could almost go unlimited because you're talking such a high water content, low cal, yeah. right? The thing I would be here, like the dressing or yes. the add ons. Because I like to put when cheese on it. When you put on bacon on it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blue cheese, you know. Yeah. I do add some goodies on there. But, yeah. yes, that's that's where you have to do the portion control part. Oh, this one, thumb. Yes. That's like about a tablespoon. So if you're talking like peanut butter, just so you have an idea, it doesn't mean you only have to have one tablespoon. Or hummus doesn't only mean one tablespoon, but it means like, because I could eat a whole container of hummus. 
Well, and peanut butter. That's, I mean, that doesn't seem like very much. No. No, it doesn't. And but I, you, you know what's funny is you'd be surprised. Like if you're making a peanut butter and jelly, only because I obviously have measured multiple times, you probably only put a, a tablespoon. Okay. Even though the serving size is two, you probably only do one. I, I have apple and peanut butter a lot. That's I eat too. that, and I use more than I use more than, <laughs> use more than is, one tablespoon. I know it. I know it. I'm only tracking on my Lose It app. I'm I'm only tracking two tablespoons. But when I pull that out, I'll even look at it and go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like two tablespoons, right? Well, and also two tablespoons for a whole apple is like not enough. No, that's the problem, right? I eat apple. That is, I eat. That's one that's of my, my go-to. I know. We actually always talk about. This. I love that. I and I, you know, what's really good? You guys should try this. I put cinnamon in my peanut butter and mix Ooh. it in. My kids love that. Does it feel? I don't know why it feels like. Dessert-y. Oh, interesting. But see, here's the thing with portion control. I know when this our episode's hitting in. You know, right after. I know. Don't be mad at and, us. So, you know, this is really, if you can get this nailed down in your daily walk of life. Yes. And you add some exercise, it'll all kind of work out. Like if you go run the turkey trot the day before Thanksgiving, if you did, and now then you have a pretty big meal, well, okay, it's all going to work out. But it's for the rest of us mere mortals who are trying every day (laughs) to not blow through these portions. And that's the thing is about this whole conversation. You can't, I've had people that were smokers or alcoholics or drug users that have said to me, it was easier for me to stop that than to figure out this food life because you have to always eat and drink. You have to live. So that's not going Mm -hmm. away. So hopefully, like you said, if we can take some of these things into consideration, when the new year comes, you aren't telling me about some new crazy fad diet you're starting. Right. I'm not talking about you two. I'm talking about the people. No, I know. But that is, it's hard. (laughs) I'm surrounded by this every day, right? Every right. crazy fad diet. But it, it is. You just have to go in. You go into situations trying to be prepared. I think that's another thing that you're really good at teaching is, you know, know before you go kind of. Like mm-hmm. if you're going to go to a party, you know, right? drink a lot of water before you go. Maybe have a little bit of a snack. But yeah. then don't, you know, go hog like wild know, on the buffet table. Yeah. Or like no, like if you go into a party of your girlfriend who always has like some healthier options available, but then maybe if you're going to someone's house, you don't really know, maybe you offer to bring the salad or the veggie tray with the hummus. You know what I mean? I Set always bring the veggie for, tray. I know. <laughs> it is pretty easy. You know, when you go to someone's house today, short of the guy that never grew up after college and all he's got is pizza and beer. <laughs> If you go to a party, most of the time this time of the year, there is that end of the table with the place you should hover, right. you know, the veggie and then, tray and, and the then celery. And the Christmas cookies. <laughs> <Well, right. laughs> so just hover on that side yeah. Yeah. and you'll be good. So we've got some do's and don'ts, right? Absolutely. And we've talked about a couple of them already. Let's, mm-hmm. let's go into some of these. Uh, what should we do about using smaller plates? Please do. Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a, it's it's an old study. I, I feel like I've been talking about the study for a long time where they had uh, a bunch of people eating pasta. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they kept giving them more pasta on a bigger plate. And every time they did, most people ate two thirds to three quarters, no matter how big the plate was or how much was on there. Mm. Like they went up to 16 ounces and people were eating upwards of 12 ounces. I mean, that's so yeah. much. As a five-foot person, that's a lot of pasta, you know, but it's very interesting. My mom always says this too. Your eyes are bigger than your stomach, you know, especially if you're hungry. Right. So... Do you do that? Do you look for a smaller plate on purpose? I do. And like when I go out to eat, I'll typically get like a side salad and an appetizer instead of ordering an entree. I gotcha. If I can find an appetizer that's good, like I love mussels and I'll do mussels all the time with a salad or something like that. And that's 
my go-to sort of. Um, instead in sushi mm-hmm. night, I'll get just the poke instead of the sushi rolls, yeah. things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So that's what I try to do. I sometimes eat off the big plates, but yeah. my eyes are definitely bigger than my stomach, and that is a you know. See, I'm like start. A, yeah, you just yeah. start with just a little bit and and go from there. That's or like I'm a leftover goddess, so I know I want leftovers. So I purposely will get the entree, but then I either you can either box half right away. I'm pretty good at like just stopping. Actually, one of our colleagues, Jenny, she always she always laughs at me because she's always like, I have never met someone like at a restaurant who eats as slow as you do. And then you're like, can you just box that? And it's just become habitual at this point. Yeah. Because it takes 20 minutes. This is scientific fact. 20 minutes for your stomach to tell your brain that you're full. There's literally three chemicals when you start digesting food that start in the mouth that will like signal the brain to be like, you're full. Please stop. You're full. Please stop. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> and what, what's one of those? Is it like ghrelin or ghrelin? Gr- yeah. Ghrelin. ghrelin is your hunger hormone. See? Yes. I'm not as dumb as I look. <laughs> Very good. It's, I always laugh because I feel like that sounds like some crazy ogre that's like, eat food. Or, well, it does. It sounds like your stomach is gurgling. gurgling that's yeah. how I always remember that there's some goofy yeah. chemical in your body, right? Yeah, that's one hangry. of the major like hunger hor- hormones that we have. Yeah. And that's a hormone or chemical that will say, you're full or please eat more like you need some energy. But you both have said something that I don't know that I have practiced all the time, which really are hacks. One was order a salad and not an entree, but go for an appetizer. So my wife has been doing that forever. It's taken me, you know, it takes me like years to catch up anyway with the <laughs> things she does that are so smart, right? And then you're also talking about this idea of portion control by default. You're kind of saving half to be a leftover anyway, so right. you've already cut your portion. Half. Yeah. I mean, both are things that you may do through intuition, but they work. And eat slowly. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's key. I mean, if you think, I because at a restaurant I slow down because I'm being social. But, like, I'm a fast eater. Mm-hmm. And if you think about that, if it takes 20 minutes for your stomach to tell your brain you're full and you're a fast eater, yeah. you're going to eat more. Yeah. Now, you talked about drinking water. Do you do that? Do you? I, this is You're like, carrying the bottle all the time? I have this with me all the time. I'm just yeah. glad she didn't bring her U of M one. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. should have brought we it just for you, Grace. U of M here, yeah. <laughs> So is that, um, but you're doing that before meals as well, not just to hydrate? I just drink water all day. Okay. Like, I, I definitely, and I know that, you know, that is also like a hunger cue that if you're dehydrated, it's going to feel like you're hungry. Mm-hmm. And so I try to just make sure that I am always hydrated. Say that one more time for the people in the back. That the uh, hunger cue. Yeah, That's that, you know, you will feel like you're hungry, but it sometimes is a sign that you're dehydrated. So hmm. just make sure that you hydrate, hydrate, hydrate so that you're not, your body isn't fooling you <laughs> into yeah. eating when yeah. you don't need to eat. So that's important to me. I just, and I'm always thirsty, so I just. Yeah. Well, it's good for your, I mean, it's good for your organs, good for your body, good for your skin, good for your hair, good for your nails. Yeah. I mean, look at me. Yeah, my nails are good. I know. My hair, you can't see <laughs> the Velcro. It's stationed. good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So reading labels. This is so funny. Grandson says to my daughter, Tiffany, the other so day, cute. mom, come on. Speed it up. She's telling us this. Speed it up. She's at the store. She's reading labels. Come on, Mom. Let's go wrap it up. Because Tiffany has gotten involved and she wants to read the labels mm-hmm. on everything. Sodium content. I mean, everything. Yeah, yeah. Right? We should read the labels. No better, do better. Yeah. Say that again. No better, do better. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. I want people to be knowledgeable. Yeah. You know, 15 chips. It's a sad situation, but it's very eye-opening when you think about... I eat the serving size says 15 chips is 150, whatever, 150 calories, this much of fat, this much salt, this sure. much. 
granted, maybe you're not going to eat only 15 at that time. Maybe you're going to have 30, whatever it is, but at least like be in the know. Because when we're proactive about tackling our health goals and being healthier, we're going to do better. You will. Do you read labels? I do. When you shop or um, everywhere or what? How do you do it? Sometimes when I shop, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of shipped lately, so I'm <laughs> Yeah, they're reading every label, but I really do try to really buy more whole foods. Yeah, but like cereal, it'll get you every time, you know. Yes. And and that's where my daughter she calls herself a carbitarian. So, <laughs> <laughs> how old is she? She's eleven. Oh yeah, that's um, great. So she, yes, she loves her carbs, and so that stuff I I try mm-hmm. to read labels with her and try to be like you know, let's not fill the bowl with this much cereal, you know, yeah. things like that. And I you use the soup. Yes. Example all the time that you're not going to eat just half a can of soup. You're going to mm-hmm. eat the whole can. And right. there are two servings. Well, the in same that with can. turkey chili or something. I mean, look at the label. We've talked about how much yes. sodium is locked up in there, right? You think, oh, low fat. Yeah, right. right. Okay, way to go. And right. then you, you really read all the rest of the ingredients and you're going to take out probably that can. You're yeah. not yes. going to eat half a can. Right. right. The cereal is a good thing. And I, I, here's what I can admit about portion control. Once I've trained myself to do it, it takes a minute. Even with Kashi, which I'll have in the mm-hmm. morning, the original, yep. it's a cup and a quarter, I think, is the serving size. Mm-hmm. I'm still measuring. Yeah. And Kashi would be the kind of stuff based on what it is and how much protein and fiber. Right. You could just take handfuls and just, and you'd still That's be good. okay in yeah. the day. Yeah. And I'm still measuring it out because I got in the habit yep. of doing it. And I'm sure, though, you probably know now what it looks like in your bowl. Yeah, I do, but I still, I, I'm telling you, I still go for it, and I'm still kind of going, oh, that's, that's half of the half. It's in my brain I'm like already. such a I'm, proud dietitian. That's great, right though. That's great you do that. No, I'm like Pavlov's dog. You trained me enough, and <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think I've told you this story before, Chuck, but I had a patient before who, she happened to be a person with diabetes, but she was wondering why her blood sugar was always high in the morning, and she thought that she was only having a cup of cereal. Oh. I had her bring it in, and I had her bring her bowl in. Mm-hmm. And she would dump it, and we measured. It was three cups. She's like, no wonder. Wow! Like her bowl was weird. It was like a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. So I could mm-hmm. see where I could see where she thought that. Yeah. To a certain degree, if you're not measuring. Yeah. But like that's why, you know, being a little bit proactive about that measurement or food scale when you are at home, just to keep you in check. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I Another agree. do or don't food diary or an app to track your food. Are you doing that? I've I've dabbled in it, but it is just <laughs> <laughs> sounds like art. I've dabbled in painting. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, but it's hard for me to stay dedicated to doing that. It's just time. It is. Yeah. So you the- kind of know your system over time, and so it's okay that you're not tracking. I try, mm-hmm. and but, it's great. And and, and yeah. I know people who have done it and who've lost a ton of weight doing that, yeah. and it's super successful for people. But like, I just. I'll do it for like a day and a half and I'll just, oh, mm-hmm. oh shoot, I forgot what I ate earlier. And then I'm like, oh, what, well, how much? It's just. My app does send me, you know, when I haven't logged in, it's like, it isn't where, even like, honey, I miss you. Where are you at, Chuck? Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Mine's a little stronger. It's like, hey, moron. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it, you know. Yeah. Well, and here's the thing. I, I tell people to do it especially in the beginning for accountability. Mm-hmm. And then later on down the road, I say, pick three days that you're going to do Like, just to check in, I, I'm kind of like Michelle. I will dabble, and I always, like, I'll randomly go back to it. I probably do one day a week mm-hmm. now. But at the same, obviously, I'm a dietitian, so obviously I'm very familiar. Right. I think once you get more in tune with your process, what certain portions work well for you, what your goals are, 
you get better mm-hmm. at it without having to, but I do think it's a great accountability partner. I think that's probably has been the best part for me. Mm-hmm. Not so much that and the initial discovery of what's locked up in the foods. Yes. Because then once you get to know that, if you become a nerd about it, a little bit of a nerd about it, you can say, oh, I know that peanut butter is 190 calories right. for two tablespoons. See, I know that. Well, like, I remember you telling me before that your app said, Chuck, the days that you have bananas, you have a better eating exactly. day or something. Like, oh, that's very Yeah, it's very, like, cool to, like, I remember you were like, oh, maybe I should have bananas Well, and day. you know what that is? So let me just tell you. So Kashi, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, sorry, I don't know if I should <laughs> tell you, but I'm telling you. So Kashi, blueberries and a banana in the morning with almond milk, right? Yeah. So I look at that and I think that's a giant bowl of stuff. And then when the app starts telling me, you know, when you eat bananas, you're doing a pretty good job the rest of your day. And I'm kind of looking over my shoulder like, how did you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. All right. More do's and don'ts. Uh, what should we do about storing junk food away from the line of sight and the immediate place we go when we're feeling emotionally up or down? I have a few things here. Yeah. So we don't really keep, well, our kids have ice cream, but my husband loves ice cream. So he doesn't really like to have ice cream in the house because mm-hmm. he'll have oh, yeah. all the ice cream. So it's either out of sight, out of mind. So if you have certain trigger foods that are like, I will eat the whole carton of ice. Sorry, babe. I'm calling you out. Um, (laughs) It's all right. I relate. Especially as it gets melted around the edges. You leave it out and just eat out of the carton. I'm just saying it's just the best. um, I love you. But so, yeah. So if you have certain trigger foods that are your foods, like try not to keep as And and I know it's trickier with kids. I mean, you you guys know. Oh, yeah. When there's kids in the house, you can't. Like Clay and Tommy, you can never have ice cream. That's not fair. But if you can figure out ways to maybe like buy the flavor that they like and the one that you don't. So I have that like out of sight, mm-hmm. out of mind situation. But then also sometimes absence makes the heart grow fonder. And then you're like, I want all the, like, you know, right. then you're like going to buy the ice cream and then you're going to eat the whole tub because you're like, uh, my dietitian wife doesn't love me. Well, you've used these words before <laughs> though. Moderation, so right? I mean, moderation, <laughs> yeah. just, we have a drawer now for the grandkids. I mean, we've mm-hmm. we've transitioned from our kid drawer, yes. which we grow up in, and there are five of them, and they're coming and yes. going, to now we have grandkids. So I know if I want something that's got little chocolate chips in it, I know what drawer it's in. <laughs> I mean, right. I, you know, I own the house. I know right. which drawer it's in. You can't really hide much from me. But it's not. It's also not in the pantry. Like every right time you open you. it. Yeah, that's right? true. That is true. So that helps. Yeah. Do you, do you put the cashy? I, I try not to buy it, but like Fiesta chips, like that is like my That's weakness. I do not love like potato chips. chips. Please don't. <laughs> 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 They're made in Ludington, though. I love them. They are the best. But uh, I don't really like chips, but like dessert, like I will not keep ice cream in the house. We've gone to Mochi's because mm-hmm. those portion control. What built is in, that? Built in portion control. They're it's little. Asian ice cream. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> is it? I'll, I'll describe them perfectly. It's ice cream with like a. Like a puffy exterior. Yeah. So it's a steamed, it's like a steamed rice flour cake. Okay. Around a little thing of ice cream. It, it is Asian. It's and an it's Asian thing. 90 yeah. calories for one. Yeah. And it is, they it's are enough. amazing. It's There's small enough to just pop one or you have to break it with it. Would you nope, use a no. utensil or you'd literally no, just No, they're it. really soft. You let them sit out for like a minute or so and to let it soften. Yeah. yeah. Cause um, it's rice flour that's steamed. Yeah. That's like yeah. what is the, the covering. Yeah. Okay. And, and like Whole Foods and stuff, you can buy them. They have actually a mochi-like container that you pull, pick all your different things. But and then the freezer section that's just all mm-hmm. like cookies and cream or vanilla. Yeah. See, I built get, like, in portion control, and that's that is my that yeah. is my 
hack because if you want something sweet, it's not horrible for you and you eat one and you feel like it's satisfied. See, again, I like I usually buy like the green tea or the mango flavored or there's red bean. Like oh, it, see, this is a new thing to me. I mean, I've, I've had skinny cow and stuff that's 90 calories ish, you yeah, know, for yeah, portions. Yeah. But, but this good, sounds great. That's a good option, yeah. too. You know? Yeah. But so. I like, yeah, I do like I do like mochi a lot. Okay, it's a new thing. So this is a good idea. Chuck, I want to we'll remind to everybody before mochi. we're done. Yes, that'd be I'm nice. Bring you some. Okay, good. We've already talked about uh, measuring cups. Mm-hmm. Are you weighing food, or are you really just doing the at a glance? It looks like a palm size version of whatever. I sometimes do. I don't always. Okay. My always. battery's dead on my scale. <laughs> <laughs> So, not right now. <laughs> okay. Well, it's still blinking, so okay, I'm going for more. Uh, this is a really good one because we live in the world of uh, giant, you know, discount warehouse stores where, to be fair, I've got the giant box of oatmeal, and then I kept the little drum, and I just keep refilling mm-hmm. it. That's the good side of me, yes. right? And then the other, the little bad guy on my shoulder is going, get the six cans of whipped cream that are all bound <laughs> together, you know, in a 55-gallon <laughs> drum. Do you buy the big stuff and repackage it and repurpose it down to baggy size or something? I don't. No. No. Nope. You just buy, it's like, you know, just-in-time delivery. You yeah. just get what you need. I try, right, yeah. I try. I don't have a lot of storage space. Number one is my problem. So I just buy, try try to use what I have. Yeah. Yeah. I love Costco. So I do buy the big things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't, I'm not stick my hand in the bagger box in front of the TV person. I definitely, Interesting. I, I make a, I, yeah. I bowl it up. Yeah. I use, I don't count. But like even for my kids too, first of all, it's less messy. But also I feel like Tommy would eat the whole bag. Family size. It's hard chips. not to when you like what if you fiesta chips or whatever. I mean, whatever <laughs> no, your thing yeah. is, if you have the whole a big bag, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So, so listen to your body, right? Yeah. I mean, let's listen to what it's trying to tell. Yeah, us. like I don't think I. And again, like listen to who you are. Like mm-hmm. you don't have to deprive yourself if you know. Like you can figure out a way to still enjoy it in moderation. You know, yeah. are you out of sight, out of mind, or absence makes the heart grow fonder with your food? So I think we're just, uh, let's just reemphasize a few of these points we've talked about. Don't eat straight out of the bag or box. Yes. Right? Anything else about that that's a trick or a hack? I mean, just put a portion in a bowl maybe if Mm -hmm. you got chips. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a great, yeah. All right. And uh, what about if we're distracted or getting riled up over what the news of the day is? Is that the best time to grab the stuff? So this is what I would tell people, like, with any kind of emotional eating is, like, one be honest with yourself. Like I am emotional right now. I'm stressed. I'm, this is a habit for me to go to, Mm -hmm, sorry, mm -hmm. babe, ice cream, whatever it might be. And like, be honest with yourself in that moment. So yes, do you maybe want some and will you stick with half the bowl? Yeah. Are you actually hungry? Like doing some of those breathing exercises to like be in tune to like that intuitive eating. Do you need to have something right now? Or maybe have, I used to do this with patients and and I have my own mental list. But, like, are there a few things that you could do right now to take your mind off of that? Like, could you walk around the house? Could you go up and down the stairs? Could you fold your laundry? Could Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Interesting, yeah. Whatever it might be to, like, take you to a different place so you don't necessarily have to emotionally eat. Well, and I think that's, I have a problem with that. Like, lonely, boredom, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have, you know, and that's a big crutch for me. Mm -hmm. Brushing your teeth sometimes helps Mm -hmm. because nothing tastes good after you brush your teeth, really. Interesting, yeah. Chewing gum, I I used to do that all the time. You know, I found that if after dinner, if I do brush my teeth, I'm I'm probably, to be fair, I'm less tempted to do anything from get a after-dinner coffee to dessert because I don't, the sweet thing kind of goes away. Yeah. That's a great hack. 
That's yeah. awesome. And then also people will tend to go to bed earlier, and then they're probably getting more sleep if you brush your teeth um, earlier. That's I'm sleeping right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you couldn't tell, right? Or drink water. <laughs> drink water, right? Drink water. Talked about that. Yeah. That's a good one. The tea. idea of serving. I like tea, tea Do at you? night, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I try to drink tea every night, and mm-hmm. so that's kind of my... Like a habit. A, yeah. A good habit, yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope, right? Mm-hmm. So what about family-style serving instead of just having it a buffet style? I know there's a hybrid to this because... Growing up, we really made it a point to have all the kids at the table. I think it's critically important to family's yes. life, right? But if we did family style, it really was more the green beans, to be fair, probably if it, there are mashed potatoes, not so much the portion of protein and stuff. But we would still have family-sized bowls sometimes. I don't know. I love family style. I do too. I think it connects you in yeah. a way. But you have to be careful how much is being passed. Yeah. yeah. So th- I think that's the time when you don't put it, pull out the 12-inch plate. And you, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that yeah. would help you then hopefully, because yeah. you can't fit any more on the small plate. <laughs> and what about right. skipping meals? Because you know, there's a whole, and we'll, we'll talk about this more. We've talked a little bit about fasting in previous episodes, but there's a whole move toward intermittent fasting. I'm not a fan of skipping meals. Okay. No. No? You eat a th- three squares a day? Mm. Uh, I don't, I... Come on, you can tell us. <laughs> Come on. She's, she's looking at me like I'm going to yell I'm like, at her. Uh, Nobody's going to give you Grace. a ticket. <laughs> I don't eat breakfast, and that's just been kind of a newer thing, but it's worked for me. So I try to eat lunch and dinner within a reasonable amount of time. Clearly, that's not how it doesn't happen every day. Yeah. But I'm not typically hungry in the morning, and I love coffee, so I drink a lot of coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. I eat lunch probably around noonish because then I start to get hangry, and then I'm like, okay, I need to eat. And so... Around noon, I eat lunch, and I try to eat dinner six-ish, be done by seven. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot of good tips. We've gone way beyond common sense, because common sense tells you about what you think you know about portions, but some of the hacks, some of the things we're talking about, it's a good reminder for all of us this time of the year especially. And I think Michelle mentioned mindfulness, Mm -hmm. like intuitive eating is another, it's kind of buzzy right now, but it's real. The way I refer to intuitive eating is that when babies are hungry, they eat, and when they're full, they stop. And if only we could be that way too. Yeah. Like really tapping into like, am I actually hungry? Am I full? Should I stop now? Rejecting like this whole diet mentality and like having to look a certain way. It's a lifestyle, Grace. It's not a diet. That's right. It's a lifestyle. And like like having a good relationship with food and your body. Mm -hmm. So many things. Uh, Deciding, yeah, challenging the food police. (laughs) <laughs> honoring, honoring your hunger, like being like, I am hungry right now. I, I need to fuel my body. I need to give me myself mm. that and I need to nourish myself. So really thinking about those things and like it's almost a way of like intuitive eating also ties into like wanting to do the best for your body. You know what I mean? Like from exercise to like yeah. good mental health to building that better relationship with food. Good stuff. Well, it's good to have you both here. It was fun Michelle to be Dunaway here. came down from Cadillac to be with I us know. today. Multiple Emmy Award winning, Michelle yes, Dunaway, um, I should point out. She is. It's so nice to have you here. Great to meet you. Hey, it well, was I'm great with to two Emmy you. Award winners. Huh? I don't have any. Well, we can get you some. Yeah, we do that. Oh, sure. We know people. She's got extra. <laughs> it's like she's got a lot. No, you know, Corey can give you some of his. Oh, He's yes. got lots. Yes. Yeah. And Grace DeRocha back with us again this week. Always a joy Thank to you. have you Thank here. You. Some good stuff. And everybody, you know, think about this idea of moderation as we head into the holidays, hydrating, and just looking at maybe downsizing the plates. Just stay within the circle of all the ivy and the Santa and Mrs. Claus. (laughs) Stay in that thing, you know, as you're headed for the holidays. Maybe that'll help out. So that's a good idea. Thanks for listening to a Healthier Michigan podcast. It's brought to you by Blue Cross. 
Blue Shield of Michigan. If you like the show, you want to know more, you can check us out online at a healthiermichigan.org slash podcast. You can leave us reviews there. You can rate us on iTunes or Stitcher. You can get new episodes. We've got a lot of previous episodes. We're up to 42. So there's a lot of good stuff, mindfulness, a lot of things locked up in those episodes. You can get them on your smartphone or tablet. Be sure to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. I'm Chuck Gatica. Have a great day.